Reverend Karen and Reverend David Rennell are doing an outstanding job trying to get our new piece of equipment to function. But the enemy is a lie. And he, he always attacks things of the air, which is our sound and our means of transporting uh, information to people. So extend your hands that way, and let's just speak healing to our sound ministry. Amen? Father, in the name of Jesus, right now, God, we take authority over the powers of darkness and the forces of evil set in array against this house, against this sound equipment, against everything that we are trying to accomplish, moving the gospel through the airwaves. And right now, God, we just arrest this enemy. We arrest all the chaos and the calamity. We arrest and annihilate this hindrance that the enemy is trying to do with our equipment. And God, right now, we release peace. We release, God, that it will function the way God intended it to. That, Father God, we will have everything in operating order. So we say, devil, get your hands off of our stuff. And God, we give you all the glory and praise in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm just going to ask uh, Dr. Scott and uh, Reverend Karen and Bishop, if you guys could join me, we're going to prophesy tonight and just slap this devil right upside the head. Amen. Because I'm sick of him. Amen. Hallelujah. So I'm going to ask everyone, let's just begin to pray in the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Jesus. Where's the blue mic? Where's the blue mic? Do we have that? It's up here. Oh, okay, Mr. Eric. Amen. Let's pray. Kim. Yes. I really sense the Lord saying that this is a season now that you are coming up and coming over. That you've gone over the obstacles that the enemy has tried to throw in your path, and you're just rejoicing every moment because God is doing something fresh and new. But I heard the Lord say that with that has come a strength inside of you that has caused you to just say, uh-uh, not today, devil, get out of my way. And God said it's poured over into your kids. It's poured over into everyone around you that those that know you are looking at you marveling, going, oh, we can't even believe this. This is the new Kim. And the Lord says that he's doing it because God says this is the season and time where you are stepping into your destiny, the very purpose that God has raised you up in the earth. And God says to tell you, you will have no lack. 
Just as you have experienced no lack in the last season, God said there'll be none in this season or the seasons to come. God said you have found that you and God got it and you can take care of things. And God says it's not your strength, but that God has shown you who he is and what he's made of in your life. So God says get ready. He's going to be sending more folks your way that knew you at one time. And they're going to say, what did you do? How did you do this? God says get ready to disciple many in this next season get ready to speak the word of the Lord into their lives. Get ready to see the miracles of God in other people's lives just as you've seen it in your own. And the Lord says to tell you that there's been a concern in your heart over your children. And God says, worry not, fear not. Because God says, no matter what the enemy has done through the years to ravage, God says, he's raising up a standard on your behalf. God says, your faith is enough to carry them even in this season. So God says, rejoice, daughter, for you have found favor with your daddy, and your daddy is proud of you, says the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Pastor Lunch today, you used the word territory. And you used the word teach. Lord began to speak to me. Claim the prayer, Jabez, for your territory is about to expand. And it's not work related, it's ministry related. You're about to travel and do more for the Lord. You're about to teach and train ladies, young ladies preparing them for kingdom work. God said, I have called you in this time and this hour for greater than what you've seen. God said, be ready, my son, for I'm about to pour out a new blessing upon you. I'm about to rain the heavens upon you. Glory's about to shone around you that when people see you, they're going to say, what is different about you? They're going to they're sense my presence greater than ever before. I'm going to open doors of opportunity for you to share everywhere you walk, every place you go into. You're going to touch lives. Lives are going to be changed. People are going to be healed. I'm about to expand the territory. You prayed, but I'm telling you now, said the Spirit of the Lord, claiming as Jabez to expand your territory expand your vision get ready my daughter because I'm bringing people to you they're going to have questions I'm bringing those to you that are hurting I'm bringing those to you that you can minister to in only a way that you can you're going to speak healing over their bodies physically and you're going to speak healing over their bodies spiritually said the Lord be prepared be ready get ready get ready for this is your time and this is your hour says the Spirit of the Lord. And pastors, I just, I just heard the word too, just that um, he, the Lord said the enemy doesn't know what to do with you because he, the enemy's tried to, that's what I heard the Lord say, the enemy doesn't know what to do with you because every time he tries to stop you, he can't stop you. And then I see the word plant, and I don't know anything about your ministry, but I see that the area that you're called to, I just see the word planted. You're just planted, you're rooted, mm. you're grounded, and that that is the area that God is, when he said expand, that's where that's the core. You have the core right there, and it's just like a 
like an area that's just widening and broadening. So you're at the right place at the right time and, the, and just that, let that vision just grow. And there's gonna be like creativity to come with the vision. You're gonna be doing some things. And I don't know the people underneath you, but there's people that, that will add to, that will add to uh, the kind of thinking out of the box type of thing. I see your, your ministry really growing and expanding in different ways that you may not have previously known. And Sister Raquel, uh, Raquel, uh, the Lord, the Lord said, I, "I hear the word contrary winds that have tried to come against you." There's been a lot of warfare in this season, but the Lord said that He's uh, broadening your vision. God said that I'm giving you vision from heaven. God said that there's an open window of heaven for you and to you and through you. So God said, "Hold on to that vision that you know is before you." And God said that there's been a fight within you. Don't let the enemy wear you down, because the Lord said, "I just see you praising Him and and and." lifting yourself up above up above the circumstances and God will have his way and God says no to the opposition that has come against you because your season is right here the breakthrough is on its way God said I already said yes to the dreams that you've had in you I've already said yes and the, the Lord said surely the enemy would try to stop you but no this is going to be a time where I just see the supernatural strength coming to you and to your house. And whatever has been in disarray, there's coming an alignment. There's coming a restoration. There's, there's coming forth healing. Uh, many ways, many forms of healing. Healing in relationship. Healing with the, some of the family. Healing and restoration. Awesome. Amen. Amen. Art. Arthur. The drummer. Amen. Stand right where you're at. Arthur. We got a word for you, okay? My wife's got a word. I, I, just, I really sense the Lord saying that uh, He is bringing you out and and bringing you forward. That uh, for a lot of seasons you've been the quiet giant, kind of standing back, and uh, almost as if you thought you were insignificant. But I heard the Lord say, Arthur, this is going to be your season. God's bringing you forth and bringing you out. God says that he's going to cause you to even become more skilled than you already are, that uh, you are learning things and understanding things, even in God, that you didn't before. And the Lord says he's going to add to your skills, add to your home, add to your marriage, add to everything that uh, you are involved in. God says this is going to be a year of you experiencing the blessings of the Lord. This is going to be a season where there's not going to be the lack that there was in the last season, but you're going to see God taking care of his own in your house. God says that even your family is noticing something's different, and God says they will even begin to question you and begin to say, hey man, Arthur, what are you doing now? What's going on? But God says you're going to shine with the glory of the Lord. God says you've been quiet, but God says he's given you a voice, and now he's going to cause you to use the voice. And I don't know if that's to sing along with the drums. I don't know, but God says get ready for an advancement and a moving forward in the things that you do. Amen? Awesome. Awesome. Amen. Go ahead, Karen. Dr. Rowena, can I share something with you? Amen. Faithful, loyal, dedicated, committed, 
soldier that's anointed to pray intercession in the house of the Lord and for others. The Lord says, yes, sometimes you're harder on yourself than you need to be. I'm changing things around. You've questioned and asked, why, Lord? What's the next step? Where do I fit? The Lord says, you're in the right place at the right time, doing the right thing. I'm going to expand your vision. And as you prophetically pray, you'll pray, and the word of the Lord will come right to you. Lord says, I'm going to expand the prophetic anointing within you in intercession. Get ready for your prayers are heard. They come up as incense before me. Never doubt that which you pray. The Lord says, it is heard. And I release the angels in response to your prayers. If you're an effective, fervent intercessor, says the Lord, continue in where I've placed you and where I've called you. You're doing the right thing at the right time in the right place. Don't question, don't doubt yourself, but head forward. In the next two and a half months, by the first of the year, I will give fresh revelation and the next step in the puzzle, the directions you've been seeking me, where do I go from here? God says, get ready. You will know, not all of it, but you will know the next step by the first of the year. Get ready for blessings and increase are your portion, says the Lord. Amen! I wish someone would tell me I'm faithful, dedicated, committed, loyal. Praise, praise the Lord. Amen. Happy birthday. Let's all sing happy birthday to her. She's coming to work tomorrow. Listen tomorrow. It's her birthday. Let's sing happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Rowena. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, we love you. Tiffany, Tiffany, the Lord, uh, I, I see a, um, I see a beautiful, like a fall tree, but I'm focused on the, the leaf that changes all kinds of colors before it falls off the tree and it hits the ground and it goes through this process of, you know, basically of dying but the lord the lord the, the lord was saying that there's going to be a cutting away of certain things in this next season but he said don't be discouraged cuz he said like you tend to be hard on yourself but god said that that he's pouring in his spirit in a new way into into spirit to spirit he's 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 ministering to you in this next season and he said that there's there's going to be like a like a strengthening and an undergirding um and he says so there's so there's a lot of colors that are flashing forth and that can be seen by others like the fruit of the Holy Spirit can be seen by others but he said that I'm taking you into a level where where I'm going to be removing some things that you've been used to but God said but that's only for that for that springtime when the springtime comes you're going to come up higher and stronger and, and you're going to be amazed so the next two months I just see more of like a more of like a consecrated time and and things that you're going to recognize God God's hand is going to just move a couple things around so he said get ready for that but just be just know know daughter that there's a lot of growth within you and know that there's been a maturation uh, and God is just going to he's he's just shifting you he's shifting you so you're going to have the anointing to go through these changes and it's not all it's not all bad he's just saying you know gird yourself know that you're loved deeply by the Father, 
and you're gonna and you and there's gonna be an exciting time in the springtime, your seasonal springtime. Miguel, I really sense the Lord saying, "Can I get a little more mic?" Hallelujah. Okay. Amen. Set her mic and just leave it right there. Okay. I really just turn up just the Lord a little bit. Saying that he has done a lot of changing. Amen. There's Amen. Been a lot of Amen. And up a little and bit. Changing up. Going on in your life. And um, even up. in your own personal Amen. family uh, relationships, Amen. God's been really doing some Leave it. It's perfect. Some, uh, you know, transitioning things, moving things around for you. And I really heard God say that uh, it has increased your faith, but also it has uh, brought you out of yourself. And the Lord says that um, you're going to see some incredibly good seasons ahead. That especially in this next season, you are experiencing the love of God, even through people, even through God himself, even through your prayer times. God says you are experiencing the incredible effects of his love and his grace. And the Lord says, get ready, Miguel, because this next season, these seasons coming up, is what God's prepared you for. Because he's got people that only will receive from you. That they believe you, they look to you, they trust you. And uh, they, they've seen others, especially in the area of music. And they think, oh, you can't trust those people. But when they talk to you and see you and experience you, they say, now that's somebody I can listen to. God says, get ready to really pour into some other folks. Get ready to see God even bring you to a place where you all, you see your own worth. You see your own value. You see uh, how important you are to God and to his kingdom work. And God says to tell you that he brought you here for such a time because God says here you are experiencing that love and that acceptance like never before. And God says, know this, son, that my hand is upon you for good, and I'm going to increase you and, and advance you in my kingdom and even in what you put your hands to in the world. God says, get ready to see such blessing that you're going to look back and say, wow, only God, only God. Because God says you are a chosen vessel, a chosen vessel. Because God said you chose God and God chose you first. And you just said, yes, God, yes, God, yes, God. And even at times when you thought this ain't going to work, I can't do this, this doesn't make sense. God said you just kept saying, okay, yes, God. And he worked it out and you see the hand of God. So God says, son, my hand is upon you for good. Saying that my hand is upon you for good because God says you're going to experience such goodness of God that it is going to blow your mind. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Elder Ty, Lord, let me tell you thank you. Thank you for your faithfulness. Thankful for all that you do. When others don't see what you're doing, the Lord says He knows all that you've done. Throughout the years, others have overlooked what you've done. He said, well, you're one of the greatest, in a basketball term, fifth man there is. Greatest sixth man, I'm sorry, greatest sixth man. You got the starting five and they get all the glory. But you come in off the bench and you fill in gaps that others don't fill in. 
Others don't know what you're doing. You see, but the Lord said, I've watched you. I've seen you. I've watched you grow. He said, my son, I'm well pleased in you. Thank you for your faithfulness, all you do to get here, to do what you have to do on Monday, for supplying those who don't have, for taking care of those who don't have, for supplying the need. Even the sacrifices you make to get here, the Lord says, thank you, and get ready, because there's blessing coming to you, blessing that you've been praying for, something you've been asking God for is about to happen. Get ready to receive it, said the Spirit of the Lord. For my son, I've not forgotten you. I've never taken my hand off of you. You're my child. I've chosen you, and I've called you, and I'm thankful for what you're doing, said the Spirit of the Lord. Uh, Christine, I see the word uh, st uh, steamroller, okay? So there's, no, so there's this roller, right, that comes in. I don't know what steamroller means, but there's a roller that comes in, like, makes and, and crushes down the dirt road, right? But then there's this steam that adds the moisture, and I just see the word that, that there's this steam and there's a mist, a mist, a mist that God is applying to your dry season because you've been a little bit in a dry season but no matter what God says that you're faithful and God says that you're one that is not um, affected by contrary winds that would try to come and toss you here and there so God said that you're just faithful like this roller you're just faithful and you keep moving forward and I see like three branches though off of this vine and the Lord said there's you can go to one department and then you can go to another department and then you can go to another department and so but then there's this core because you're attached to the vine of who Jesus is and so the Lord says that here comes this fourth sprout that I'm going to show you because God said I'm going to do something new in this next year God said I'm going to do something and there's going to be like this this brilliance that's coming to you like a like a refreshing wind and like a like a like a new patch of of, of flowers that are going to emerge forth out of the dirt because God's says you've been through a lot of things you've been through dry things you've been through things that you haven't thought that why didn't this work out and I'm not sure what's happening here but God says then you go right back to that core of the relationship in me so God said just know that I'm moving and I'm going to move before you and I'm always with you my daughter do not be dismayed but know that you have made a difference in other people's lives you have made a difference and you will continue to make a difference. Hallelujah. Um, is, where's Ulysses? He was here a second ago. Oh, okay. I just saw him. All right. Praise God. I had something for him. Amen. Amen. Well, we got cameras. Thank you, Jesus. Smile big. God bless you. Amen. All right. Smile big and say, God bless you. Thank you, Lord. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Amen. 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 Thank you, Lord. 
We're going to receive the communion table tonight. Are we live streaming? We are? Okay, that means yes. Ulysses, yay! Is Val still here? All right, because I have a prophetic word for you guys. I just don't want to miss. Amen. You can stay right there. It's okay. But Val and Ulysses, they're like, you know, like the backbone of the sound ministry. <laughs> and the front bone and the side. No. Okay. I really sense the Lord saying that this is going to be a time now where you are going to, you already praise and worship God and you thank God for everything. You're, you are rock solid in God. But I heard God say now, get ready, because I've been working in your family. I've been working in your uh, atmosphere. God says you even sense a difference even in your home, that God's doing something. He's up to something. And the Lord says... Uh, that the two of you together are going to be and have been a force to be reckoned with, that the enemy just can't figure out how to make whatever he throws up against you stick. It just falls off. And God says it's because the two of you have come together and you're like uh, a force saying, you know, I, we ain't playing. We ain't playing, devil. Get out of here. And you stay at it. You're consistent. And God says because of it, he is going to just begin to add and increase the blessing even in the next season that the Lord says you put your hand to some things and you really want them to come forth and work out. God says get ready to see blessing and increase. Blessing and increase. And God says as you've been consistent, God says I'm going to be consistent and I'm going to continue and I'm going to cause there to be a turning around some of the hearts, even in the family, a turning around because God says, you two are just what you see is what you get. You don't play and you don't uh, say sugar coated for people. You just straight up. And God says, because you've been willing to be that kind of vessel for God, God says, ain't nothing going to penetrate the protection that he's put around you both. So God says, rejoice, O man and woman of God, because God says, you are two of my favored servants and you're going to see his hand of favor even in this next season like never before you're going to look back after this season even and say God it's amazing what you did but God says you ain't seen nothing yet son and daughter because I'm about to move and, and it's going to just be uh, something that will just be awe inspiring for you and these are the best years God said these are the best years the best is now and what's to come. God said, if you thought the former years were good, God says, you ain't seen nothing yet because you too, I have put my hand upon you for blessing, says the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. So we're going to celebrate the communion table tonight. So yeah, are we can we pass them out and just hold on to them a minute? All right. Thank you. I want to share with you, you know, I just kept laboring before God for this evening. You know, God usually gives me stuff. And uh, for, I don't know, for some reason, he kind of was just taking his time for tonight. <laughs> and to the place where even uh, my sound people said, okay, you already shipped them scriptures in, right? And I said, nope. 
wrong. I said, but there's only one scripture, and I want to share with you what God gave me out of this. And once I began to look at it, I thought, oh, yeah, okay. So it's in Daniel chapter 6, and I believe you're going to have to get out your phones or your Bibles or whatever, but it's Daniel chapter 6, and it's verse 16 and 17. And it's a familiar passage. Uh, Daniel... First of all, I think a lot of people thought Daniel was a young man when he was going through this stuff with the king and the lion's den and all that good stuff. But Daniel wasn't a young man. He was an older man. Thank you. So he knew God. You know, he was a good Jewish boy. He'd studied the Torah and all that good stuff. And what happens here in this particular passage, if you read the entire story, you can take the time to do that in Daniel 6. But, you know, he's a decided king. I'm not going to worship your God. <laughs> okay? I love you, king. Uh, long live the king and rah, rah, rah. But I'm not doing this. And so what happens is the gods of the you know the, the gods that were big at that time in this land was the god of Persia called wait I gotta look at this name it's a little on the weird side how many of you know foreign gods have weird names okay Anahita Anahita and he was a Persian god and the servants of Anahita, or the priests of that particular god, managed to get the king to sign an edict saying, if you don't worship our god the way we worship our god and be politically correct, uh-oh, then you're going to end up getting eaten up by the lions. How many of you know we're going through that season anyway? We refuse to bow to the gods of the world. And so all the lions are out having, wanting to chew us up. Isn't that true? So here we got these guys. And so the king, look at verse 16 with me and you'll get this. He says, but these men descended on the king and said, remember your majesty that it is a law of the Medes and Persians that no decree or edict once issued by the king, can be revoked. So in other words, you got to do what you said you do, king. You got to follow this law, and it applies to your little Daniel guy there. Now, the king was a little freaked out. But there was something about Daniel that the king sensed and knew. How many of you hear what I'm saying? The king saw something in Daniel. And my question to us tonight is, do people see Jesus in us? Because the king turned right around in verse 17 and says, the king gave the order and they brought Daniel and threw him into the lion pit. The king said to Daniel, your God, now, I'm looking at the Hebrew Bible. Your God, who you are always serving, will save you. 
king know that? Because he was watching Daniel. Saints, people are watching you. People are looking at your life. People are saying, hey, I want to see, are they really made up of what they say they are? Do they really serve this Jesus? Or are they something else when they go home and then they're something different when they're out and about? The king saw something in Daniel. See, I want to break this down for a minute in verse 17. He says, the God that you keep on serving is going to save you. Now, first of all, you have to understand that this particular scripture in this portion of Daniel was written in the Aramaic. And the Aramaic is a form of the Hebrew language, but it's a very difficult uh, word to translate. And so I went to some of the scholars. I went into some of the writings where the scholars, linguists, are really good at this. And this is what they said, that serve in this particular uh, portion of Scripture, this God you serve. That word serve translates a millstone that is ground, cut into pieces. So what is he saying? It means that Daniel allowed God to grind him into so many little pieces that there was no way that Daniel would serve any other God. This God that Daniel served had permeated and penetrated so many pieces of his being that he was one with him. And so Daniel, of course, would believe in his God. Is God so much a piece of you and a part of you? Are you so ground up in God that you wouldn't believe in any other God? It would be hideous to you. Are you getting it? This God that we keep on serving, that no matter what, when there's lack seasons, we're serving him. When there's po poverty seasons, we're serving him. When there's sickness and disease seasons, we're serving him. When there's seasons where the whole world's turning against us, we're serving him. And in the meantime, you're getting ground up into pieces. This God you serve and keep on serving, Daniel. There was no way that Daniel's going to see things differently. Is that where you are with God? That if somebody came along and said, hey man, I'll write a check for 50000 if you'll just kind of launder this money. Would you think, oh, that's a blessing from God? <laughs> no. No, that's a challenge from the enemy to see, are you going to get ground up? Well, hey, you know, can you just kind of look the other way? I'm going to do this over here. Nope. Are you getting this? See, the minute you take a stand for what you believe, the minute you say, I am planted in my God, because I have been ground up to pieces, but he's been right there. 
There's no way nobody's going to make you believe in another God. In fact, if I said to you right now, what about a God that you could just worship the sun? You'd say, Dr. Cheryl, you're crazy as can be. Because it's hideous to us. It's hideous that somebody goes and worships the sun and then worships the moon and worship the grass. And it's hideous. Because there's only one true God. And we keep on serving him. And we keep on plugging into him. No matter if we get ground into a million pieces as we serve. He would serve no other God. He was so ingrained with his God. And the king saw that. Do people see that in you? Are people convinced that when they meet up with you, Forget it. Don't even ask them to do this or that. Don't, don't even tell that joke. They're going to just think that's awful. Are you hearing me? And then he says, that God that you keep on serving, Daniel, your God will deliver you. Now that word in the Hebrew Aramaic is shazar. S-H-A-Z-A-R. That word shazar is the word deliver. And it means to rescue or deliver. Out of, here we go, this is key. To rescue or deliver one out of love and affection. Ah, See, it's one thing to get delivered, but when you know the one that's delivering you loves you and has affection toward you and cares about you and wants what's best for you. Are you hearing me? It's almost like the one that has to chastise you, there's a difference just between getting smacked and then getting Discipline and chast, you know, chastened and then loved. How many of you, your parents said, now this is going to hurt me more than you, and you're going, no way. <laughs> yeah, I'll never forget. We'd be driving home in the car, and the girls were, you know, uh, eight, eight or nine or, or whatever, and acting up, acting up, and I'd say, stop it. And finally, Bishop would turn around and go, that's it. When we get home, you're getting a paddle. Man, weeping and wailing and gnashing of teeth. Jeez, all the way home. And he would get home and he would take the paddle just as he promised. How many of you know God is a God of promise? He'd take the paddle and he'd paddle him. But after, he would gather him in his arms and they'd want to pull away because they were mad. But he'd hold them and he'd hug on them and then he'd say, come on, we're going to pray because you have to do something different. How many of you hear what I'm saying? He says, that God you keep on serving, Daniel, he's going to deliver you out of love and affection. The king saw something in Daniel. Listen to me, saints. Do people, and this is big in this hour, do people see the love and affection of Christ in you against sin? 
What do I mean? Are you judging the person every time you see sin? Or are you just hating the sin and wooing them with love? That's why a lot of folks have a real problem with Christians. Because all they see is, you're going to burn. You better stop doing this. You better stop doing that. You're going to end up in hell. How about, hey, man, I don't agree with you, but I love you. I love you, man. And I just want, you know, we don't have to agree, but I, I really want you to come out of that junk. I really want you to see, you know, and don't listen to me if you don't want. Pray and ask God to show you. But I'm telling you, I love you. I love you all the way to the end. But I want you to see something here. That's a lot different, isn't it? And then, of course, I don't give people any input if they don't want it. Some of us, we got to stop trying to push our belief on somebody that really don't want no part of it. We have a friend, a dear friend. He's, Bishop's known him since he was a boy. And every time we get together, he, you know, he'll, he'll kind of giggle. He said, you're going to try to put that Jesus stuff on me? So last time we were together, Bishop said, no, but if you want to talk about it, we're here. But no, we're not trying to put Jesus on you because Jesus can take care of himself. <laughs> so as we were leaving, he had been suffering in his body and as we were leaving for the evening he said hey uh, aren't you going to pray or something I said yeah come on bishop we got to do something people want what you have but some people are so broken and so wounded and so out of touch that they're not going to come right out and ask but if you're just there saying hey I love you can I pray for you hey I love you is there anything I can do They'll receive it. The king saw that in Daniel. He saw that. Because the God that Daniel served out of love and affection, the God that Daniel was totally committed to. See, that's what that translates. The God that Daniel was totally committed to would deliver him, the king said, because he loved him. The king saw the love. And how many of you know God's going to not be embarrassed? God's never going to embarrass himself. So when the king said, this God that you totally serve will deliver you, God was saying, you're right, because I ain't going to be embarrassed. I ain't going to have no king and no Persian God show me up. How many of you hear what I'm saying? It would be a major embarrassment if God wouldn't have rescued Daniel. But Daniel had this incredible incredible faith in his God. One last thing I want to bring up here. What about these lions? Why were the lions so important? 
Very interesting. Why wasn't it a pack of mad dogs in the den that could have eaten everybody up? Why was it lions? Because the Persian god, the emblem for the Persian god was a lion. So naturally, if you offend the Persian god, it would have to be what? To eat you up. A lion. So here we go. The symbol of the Persian, the whole Persian nation is this lion. And the, the key was if you offended this Persian god, if you violated the law of this Persian god, then you would have to face the wrath of the lions. That's why they had the lions. So we see here in Daniel's life, the battle was physical and it was spiritual. How many of you would say, yep, I can relate? Because I want to tell you something. We live in a time where as Christians, we have violated so many of the worldly systems. We have come straight up and said, oh, no, abortion, we're drawing the line now. Enough's enough. We're not going to kill any more babies, at least not at our expense. And devil, we are going to see this thing overturned. And the devil has never been so verbally and nationally challenged. And he's just waiting, going, I'm going to eat you up. Oh, no, you're not. Because our God, we are so ingrained in the God of the universe that we believe and know he's going to come through. Are you getting this? So Daniel goes into the lion's den. And he says in the later verses that the angels, the angels went. And I think it was verse yeah, 23, he said, King, the angels kept the lions from eating me. That's basically what he was saying. Saints, you got angels all around you all day long. Put them to work. I do it in my prayer closet. Father, I release ministering and warring angels around this atmosphere. God, cut them loose and let them go kill the enemy. I do it when I'm praying for people. We release angels right now. Angels, you are on assignment. Heal, restore, kill the enemy. Do whatever you got to do. The angels were released and they held off the lions from chewing up Daniel. And what about those guys, the, the servants of the Persian God? Well, the king, now here we go again, the king saw something in Daniel. The king went and fasted. He fasted. He was so upset that Daniel had to be put in the lion's den because he had to follow his own law. So the king went ran to his chambers, and he fasted. And it says that he couldn't even sleep through the night. And when he woke up the next, you know, when he got up the next morning, he ran out there before dawn. He wanted to make sure Daniel was in one piece. And he said, Daniel, you okay? Oh, 
great king, yes. How many of you know it made a believer out of the king? How many of you know that it makes a believer out of people in your life when they see God move in your life? Well, anyway, the Persian dudes. Wow, that would have been a season I wouldn't have wanted to been part of no Persian's family that was a leader in the, in the temple. Because <laughs> what happened? The king said, okay, you guys, all you little priests and servants of the Persian God, you and your wives and your kids, you're going into the pit. And rabbis from that period have written through the centuries, and they believe 300 people went into the pit. And they were devoured, men, women, and children, they were devoured and destroyed before they even hit the bottom of the pit. Them was some hungry lions. Sometimes God will deliver us out of our trials because he loves us. Sometimes he doesn't always do a quick delivery because he loves us. Sometimes God also will do it because he's going to protect his name. He's going to say, I'm God, and I'm going to show you how, how much God I am. The key for us is just like Daniel. I love you, king, but I will not violate my God. I will not turn. I will not try to sugarcoat something and deny my Jesus. I will not do it. Let's pray. And I want us to just take a moment and let's just examine our hearts because maybe there's been a moment where you kind of compromised. And we got to just say, God, I don't want to compromise. I don't want to compromise nothing, God. Because how many of you have found when you compromise a little, it gets to be more and more and more. And before you even knew what hit you, you're like all compromised. So let's take a few moments just to examine our hearts. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we come before you tonight and we receive your communion table.
It's not just an ordinance. It's not just something we do. It is life. Your word says there's life in the blood. So tonight, we thank you for the blood. We appropriate the blood and the broken body to our lives. Lord Jesus, we examine our hearts. We ask tonight for cleansing, for healing, for restoration, for grace, for mercy, for the gift of repentance. Father, forgive us when we've compromised. Forgive us for words and thoughts and attitudes. Forgive us for fear. Forgive us for pride. Thinking we're better than someone else. Thinking we know more. We don't know anything. You know everything. Forgive us for disobeying you. For rebellion in our hearts. Forgive us for holding on to anything, for any unforgiveness in our lives. Jesus, you see us. So we ask you to wash us with your precious blood. We ask you to dump all of our sin in the sea of forgetfulness. We thank you that when you look at us, you don't see the garbage. You just see your perfect vessels. Help us. Help us to love ourselves and love one another. Change us. Make us more like Jesus. Father, your word says as often as we partake of the broken body and shed blood. So, Father, we do it tonight for cleansing, for healing. But we also make sacrifice in remembrance of what you did for us. And according to your word in 1 Samuel 7, we make sacrifice and when they did in your word, you caused the enemy to turn on himself and destroy himself. So, Father, we ask for that too. Let that devil destroy himself. Let every spirit of hell destroy each other. And all we'll have to do is stand and praise your holy name. So we thank you. And we bless your name. We thank you that you are grinding us to pieces in you. Causing us to be so ingrained and intertwined with you. That when you look at us, all you see is Jesus. And when people look at us, all they see is Jesus. This God that we keep on serving. You, Lord, you will deliver us. You 
will rescue us out of love and affection. And we thank you for that tonight. In the name of Jesus. You can partake of the bread. And partake of the cup. Thank you, Lord. Just begin to thank him. Thank him for all the lion's dens that you didn't even realize you almost got thrown into. Thank him for delivering you, rescuing you. Thank him for the blessings you have in your family and provision. And just thank him. Thank him for Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. We're going to put the basket out for our seed offering. If you'd like to drop something there, or if you came in late and you want to drop your tithe, you at home and online, if you'd like to give, you can give by ECC Live or credit card or mail it in it's all good we appreciate everything and we're excited we got to buy some new sound equipment and a new computer for sound so we're excited because god used you to do that and that's called body ministry amen so i'm going to release you tonight make sure you Give somebody an elbow or a hip bump or whatever and let them know, let them know that they are one in Christ with Jesus. Amen. Have an awesome week and be blessed. See you Wednesday evening. You don't want to miss these Wednesday evening Bible studies with Elder Sharon Smith and I do them the first of the month. But I'm telling you what, they are dynamic. People are calling in from all over the place. So don't miss them. Don't miss them. Feed your spirit, the word of God, as much as you can. Amen. Have a great week. God bless you. Love you. Love you online live streamers. Love you folks in the sanctuary. Amen. <laughs>